Well, hey, 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 hey. Oh, I bumped my mic. What's up, everybody? After a good old long three and a half week ban, I'm back. And um, yeah, I got attacked by the Karens. Um, I was unaware that any Karens would ever come across this show, but unfortunately, they have. And I had to fight for my right. Dun, 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 party. <laughs> Anyways, uh, y'all ready to get this thing going? Uh, she, this is called Redemption, baby. Let's go. Bitch, we hang in the dark with the devil didn't play When that you can't pray, then nobody gets saved When you rot in the flames, ain't nobody that I blame For the shame, for the pain, for the way that they made you Stuck up in the rage, for the hate that they gave you Throwing dirt on your name for the game Like a lame that they played you Look at all the shade that they gave you Look at what they made you Stuck up in a bad mood Running up on me, that's a bad mood Cut this shit. Cut it up. Cut it up. All right. Good deal. Good deal. So, back to what I was saying. Welcome, everybody, back to the Psilocybe Tribe podcast. And, of course, it is your host, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Salvia the motherfucking mint. God damn it. That's right. We're giving them Karen something to bitch about right off the fucking bat. In fact, I got something for all the Karens out there that want to report my show. Um, and it, it happens to be our first topic of the day, and that is going to be abortion rights. What the fuck is going on, everybody? I'll tell you this. Look, I know I made jokes about it before, but I will say this. I agree. No man has the right to tell a woman what to do with her fucking body. You know what I mean? I mean, we can suggest like a boob job or, you know, tummy tuck or something like that, but we're, we're not making demands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I'll just say this, though. Um, it's fucked up. You know, I've got kids and I've got two girls and Lord forbid anything should happen to them where they become impregnated before the age of 28. That's right. Um, there's no abortions. You know, all we can rely on is the plan B pill and hope like hell that works. Who knows? Uh <laughs> It's a it's a little scary, you know what I mean? Like people should, I don't know. I, I, on the cool, America's supposed to be like the land of the free, and it it kind of doesn't really feel like you have the freedom to do what you please. It's like somebody telling you what to, you can and cannot do in terms of your own body. Like, oh no, you can't get that tattoo because uh, I don't believe it looks good on you. Say, so, well, you know, anybody would say, well, bitch, I don't give a fuck what you believe. So. There's that. It really sucks, though. You know, there, I, I believe that abortions should be legalized. And um, trust me, there's a lot of people that, that should have abortions. You know, there a, a lot of dumbass people 
A lot of Karens out there should not be procreating. <laughs> Real talk. But anyways, no, I wanted to talk with um, the subject was Michael Jackson. We we spoke on Michael Jackson on the on the episode that got banned and uh, deleted. So uh, I will say it again because I ain't no bitch and I'm going to keep on. You, you're not going to just make me fold just because you threatened me like, bitch, I will start up a brand new podcast and start from there. Even if I don't have a way to reach out to all of you listeners, you'll find me. I'll post it all over my social media or something when that if that day happens. But until then. We're going to keep it fucking rolling, all right? We're like Limp Biscuit. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I was, I was speaking about Michael Jackson. And I guess what they didn't like was that I was siding with Michael Jackson. I know everybody says, oh, you know, just keep your kids away from him. You know, he's a child molester and this and that. But I gave him a chance. And I listened to his testimony and I, I did some research on the age that he was uh, a child star. And believe it or not, uh, I forgot exactly what age it was, but he was fucking kid. He's a little fucking baby ass kid. And he was put into the spotlight to, to perform for people. And, um, you know, he was basically a circus from the age of a kid. You know what I was doing as a kid? I was playing laser tag and shit at home. I was uh, gluing the fucking glow in the dark stars on my ceiling thinking it was cool. Then I found out everybody else was doing it. And then I uh, I took them off the ceiling and I put a sticky tack on them and put them on my fan blades, you know, on the, on the ceiling. But um, as time went on, they fell off and hit all around the room. They just went, you know. But uh, it was cool while it lasted. Anyways, um, what are we, what are you drinking this next? Oh, what am I drinking this episode? It's Necessary Evil by Manhattan Project Beer Company. That's brewed in Dallas, Texas. It's a wonderful Pilsner. It's hands down my favorite beer. I know it used to be Local Buzz, but, um, this, I don't know what it is about Local Buzz. I'm starting to like wean away or I, I'm starting not to like the floral taste of it. So Necessary Evil seems to be a good, uh, a good drop by Manhattan Project Beer. So props to you guys and cheers. Apparently a lot of people don't like that. I openly drink alcohol on the stage or on stage <laughs> while recording. But you know what happens if you don't like what you're hearing? They've always got between the skip backwards and the skip forward. They've got this button called a stop button. And you can always feel free to stop listening. You know what I mean? But why ruin it for the rest of us? And the last episode was a fucking banger. I was very, very proud and happy with what I had recorded. Because in my opinion, it was really funny. Like, I re-listened to it and I laughed. You know, surprisingly. But anyways... Um, yeah, Michael Jackson, you know, at, at, from the young age of a kid, he never really got to, um, he never really got to experience childhood. And so as a rich adult, he's, um, you know, he's, I, I studied his home. He's got like the Neverland Ranch. He's got all this stuff that a child would love, like a Ferris wheel, amusement park, all that shit. 
And then uh, I watched um, a few interviews with like uh, Macaulay Culkin, who I believe his parents forced him to say something to get him in trouble or something because there's another guy, Aaron Carter, who, um, you know, his I think his brother or something was like a, a pop star for the Backstreet Boys. And then this guy just never took off. He was like a has-been or a try-hard. So this guy hangs out with Michael Jackson, right? And, uh, oh, that's good. So, yeah, he's a, he's a try-hard. I mean, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> I've had a few beers prior to recording this, but long story short, um, let's, let's just keep it 100. He, uh, I watched the interview with him and he completely denies it. He's like, yeah, Michael Jackson is really fucking cool. And, uh, he never did any of that shit. So I can't help but say I believe it because I watched his facial, facial expressions. And even though this motherfucker's dead already. It's like, why why lie about it when he's gone? You know what I mean? What's the point? What do you got to hide now? Let it out. And he sticks to his guns. But speaking of sticking to their guns, R. Kelly, on the other hand, his victims are sticking to their guns and they're telling, you know, their testimonies about what the fuck he did, he did to them and all that shit. R. Kelly got sentenced to 30 fucking years. 30 fucking years. But here's the funny thing. Y'all know Jelaine Maxwell, right? The bitch that was always tied up with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. She was given 25 years. You know, it just kind of doesn't feel... Something feels weird here, you know? The list of all the people that attended that island with Jeffrey Epstein, they... It's out there, you know? Like, there's no doubt about it. It's out there. The, somebody... People know who was on that list. And uh, it sucks whenever I hear all the names that were on that list are, are just some of them. You know, there's even more that are being covered up. And it just really sucks. I'm like, damn. Even Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey came at and started speaking out against the Illuminati in sarcastic and mon mocking uh, ways. This guy has nothing to lose. Jim Carrey believes that... Um, I believe he he's trying to retire right now because he's like, you know what? If they if they don't blacklist me by now, I'll be good to retire. I, I side with Jim Carrey. I believe a listen to the way he talks and he speaks some real shit. You might not understand it, but you have to listen to it a few times. But anyways, um man, if you guys are not if if any of y'all are not from Texas, you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But those of you that are in here in the south side, you know, Louisiana, all of these, Oklahoma, you can, you, you, y'all know it's hot as fuck out here. I'll tell you this. I went fishing with my, one of my homeboys. We went for about maybe a couple hours and I, I use, I was using raw shrimp as a bait. Fishing has become my fucking hot favorite shit to do you know it's my favorite hobby right now because whenever i'm just sitting out there let's say i cast out and i'm waiting for a bite i watch the waves the wind will blow the waves and if you just look at those waves and shit and then you look up after a while there's like this psychedelic 
this this weird like you know what I mean like an optical illusion like they have this thing on the internet you guys probably know about it you just stare at the middle of this dot and it's like this little spirogram going over and over and over you stare at the dot the center for like 30 seconds and then you look away and it's the equivalent to like an LSD trip well the same thing with the waves whenever I sit there and look at that shit and then I look away the waves like are so hypnotic that it, it just it gives you this this tranquility feeling it, it tranquil oh my gosh it, you guys if you fish you know what I'm talking about it's awesome I mean, especially when you have time to reflect on your life and what you can learn from shit and what you can improve on and blah, blah, blah. Fishing to me has just been something that I've always wanted to do. I just didn't know that that's what I wanted to do. And so I had to try it out and it's awesome. But regardless, we went fishing. I went fishing with my buddy for about an hour. I left uh, or maybe even 35, 45 minutes. I left a, uh, a piece of raw shrimp on a hook. And I had it in the water. And whenever I came to reel it back up, norm, it was red. Like the lines on it was turning red like a cooked shrimp. And I couldn't believe it. The, the Texas sun was cooking the shrimp bait inside the water where I was trying to fish. So if it's going to cook the shrimp, it's also going to slowly cook the fish. And I can I, I guarantee you no fish is trying to get cooked coming up for a bite to eat. <laughs> But luckily today, um, we'll be, we're going to go out in about a couple of hours because we finally had some rain. I've been in, back in Texas for about a month, and we haven't had any rain. So today was the first day we had some rain. It cooled off a little bit outside. And then once the sun, you know, once it starts to get dark, you know, it's going to cool off. And I guarantee you all the fish are going to come out. See, I've been learning a thing or two. But anyways... It was wild to see like that that shrimp was actually cooking in the water, and it, it even lost like the the fresh water the salt water smell you know like the fishy smell, it, it it didn't smell like that anymore. So I was I was really surprised you know I couldn't believe it. But anyways, anybody here play uh, Red Dead Redemption Two? Apparently there's gonna there's not any more updates for it. They've basically abandoned the game. And uh, so all the people that play online, it is what it is. You know, what you see is what you get now. And uh, I like playing it. There's so much stuff that me and my buddies do. We get online. We play poker. We do missions and all that shit. It's fun. You know, good times. Linking up. And uh, shit. Right here in the summertime, everybody's worried about the heat. Everybody's worried about school coming up. What better way to scare the masses than to bring up a new fucking COVID strain? I mean, this is the only fucking virus that I know that can mutate so fucking quickly. You know what I mean? I, I, I've only seen one chicken pox. I mean, you got herpes simplex one and two. Uh, I haven't seen a, like a super chlamydia come out yet. Thank God we're all fucked if that happens. And, um, you know... It, it it just seems like every few months, there's a new strain coming out. You know what we could do? We could tell the motherfucker in the lab that's cooking this shit up, yo, chill. Like, you know what I mean? Why don't you make something that kills cancer? I mean, they're going to kill you, but it'll be out there. <laughs> Anyways, nobody fucking cares anymore. Uh, am I wrong? Tell, somebody please tell me I'm wrong. 
I know there's a lot of older ladies that listen to this show. And um, it just, do you, honestly, do you wear a mask anymore? Do you wear the gloves? Do you super sanitize every day? If you do, you're probably paranoid and, you know, it is what it is. But I don't. Like, I wash my hands whenever I'm at the store or before I go eat. But mm, other than that, it's like, I don't don't see it, it getting any worse than it already did. And then all of a sudden, you don't have, like, I don't feel a difference from now compared to when COVID first started other than the sense of panic. And all of a sudden, the numbers are not up there no more. You know, we don't have a million people dying from this this shit. Not to say that some people haven't, but I'm just saying back then when everybody was afraid and scared of it, there was they, they were throwing all these numbers at us like this is how many people are dying. But now that nobody gives a shit anymore, they're not throwing those numbers out there no more. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Oh man! So they, how many people like Elvis? I, I know that they made a, they just dropped the new movie out right now, uh, the Elvis movie, and uh, a lot of people say it sucked ass. It re- it was a flop. Which really disappointed me. I wanted to kind of go see that. I wanted to see the life of Elvis and, you know what I mean, the little movie or whatnot. I wanted to see what they could do. And um, it turns out the movie was a flop. And uh, Top Gun instead was a lot better. <laughs> I want to go see Top Gun too. But before I do that, I'm going to rewatch the original Top Gun and then go see this Top Gun and then just. You know what I mean? Just like a refresher or something. mm -hmm. I think recently we saw uh, Carlos Santana. Carlos fucking Santana, y'all. That motherfucker collapsed on stage and people were like, oh my God, what's going on? Is he dead? And this dude, he said, uh, (laughs) he said that he didn't eat or drink uh, the whole day. Before going on stage. And that's why he collapsed. Right. Okay dude. Look. If I know anything about Carlos Santana. He knows all about the black black magic woman. <laughs> this dude Carlos Santana. He played Woodstock. On acid. And killed it. So. You mean to tell me that motherfucker doesn't party hard? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah he does. Man, speaking of another artist, um, what about Lil Boosie? You know what I mean? Boosie Boo. The I-N-D-E-P-E-E-P-D-P-D-D-D-D. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Lil Boosie, he got pulled over. And he's uh, he's going viral right now because he's pissed off that he's being harassed. and <laughs> Shit. It's like, look, dude, you're always in the spotlight. All you have to do is just... Shut the fuck up. Any lawyer will tell you that. Shut the fuck up and just say as little as possible. And you'll be on your way. But no, he can't do that. He starts, you know, acting up. He starts, oh, this is fucked up, man. Fuck y'all motherfuckers and fuck this and fuck that. And, you know, when you do that, you're antagonizing the cops. And they're not going to make the day easy for you. I'm not saying that it's, it's lawful or not. I'm just saying 
you want to get away from the fucking cops as soon as possible. He had a little bit of weed in the car, but who doesn't? You know, like every, I don't know. I don't know who drives around smoking blunts anymore. I don't. I don't like smoking in my cars because I hate the fucking smell that lingers. But, hey, to each their fucking own. Um, but, yeah, that, that was that was this thing. <laughs> fucking Boosie. And what about uh, Brittany? Is this her name? Brittany Griner? She's a... She just signed a deal, I believe, with a, with a basketball team for the women's basketball. She's the chick that went to Russia to go play and uh, got caught bringing a weed pen, a little dab pen through customs. They they caught her ass on it, and now she's locked up. And she this chick is known to, like, disrespect the national anthem. She's, uh, like, the Colin Kaepernick, I guess you could say, of women's basketball. <laughs> She's like, yeah, duh, we don't need the Star Spangled Banner. We don't need the National Anthem. We don't need none of that shit because, you know, I'm protest. So, yeah, feel free to protest. But now that you're locked up in, in Russian jail and you're crying out to the USA to come save you, we didn't forget about that. Remember, how about while you're locked up over there in Russia, you take a long, hard think. You, you start thinking long and hard. About kneeling down and disrespecting this country because it's convenient whenever everything's running good for you. But the moment shit gets hot, now you want to get saved? Get the fuck out of here. That was with Trump. Trump would have probably pardoned her ass. <laughs> but you guys wanted Biden, who can't even say his ABCs. <laughs> He's like, ABC and C stands for Cheerios. And I love Cheerios. They're so delicious. It, it, you're not American if you don't... Come on, man. <laughs> Anyways, good old Biden. So, yeah. I, I don't have any sympathy for Griner. You know, she, she refuses to respect the American traditions and sports. Uh, you know, she brought drugs across the, uh, the border, which I'm not even tripping about that. Who doesn't... You know, I, I wouldn't have done it internationally. From state to state here in the U.S., sure, why not? But if you're going on an international flight, no, they're going to be checking even harder for that shit. So you you got caught. You want to be rescued? Huh? Like Michael Jackson said, beat it. <laughs> you can beat it, bitch. Do your time like a real, like, like a normal American. <laughs> oh, what's up? Kanye, Kanye's opening up a store. Man, the last thing we need is more paracord-looking shoes. Them shoes are so fucking ugly. I just... What is he going to do? Make He's going to basically take long johns. You know what I mean? Like thermals and sell those for like 5000 a piece. I don't know. Uh, but here's some good news on the Maxim magazine. I remember reading that when I was younger. Maxim, they have... Uh, they have uh, featured Nicki Minaj, my one and only favorite big booty bad bitch, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, mm, sweet girl too, and Saweetie. They make what they are calling the hottest issue of Maxim Magazine right now. I'm going to go check that out because I bet those are some fire ass pictures. Especially Meg Thee Stallion. I don't know what it is about her. She just got the thunder thighs. All right. Her thighs are made of pure 100% organic thunder. 
good shit. Anyways, but um, anybody like Jack Black? Uh, he's one of my favorite actors. And Jack Black, he's actually going to return to Netflix for a little series of uh, Kung Fu Panda. Now, I don't know about you people out there. I fucking love it. I love Kung Fu Panda. It's the shit. Uh, Rage Against the Machine came out. And they're saying, uh, you know, instead of uh, aborting our fetuses, why don't we uh, we call to abort the Supreme Court? Which is a bold move. Good deal, man. Rage Against the Machine, I got my eyes on you. You guys are doing something. <laughs> Y'all making it happen. Anyways, let's see what else is going on. I got a few emails that um, I guess were more or less ax- asking axing, asking whether or not that uh, I've quit the show or that if it, is it over. And the answer is, fuck no. This, I'm, I'm going to do this until I can't no more. You know, I love it. I love reaching out to each and every one of you. And, I mean, it, it's cool. You know, I like to get these emails. Honestly, I never thought that any of you would send emails and talk talk to me and communicate. So that's why I like to, you know, regurgitate what you say onto the show so that you know uh, that your voice has been heard. So to answer that question, no. I'm not canceled. Um, I, I'm not quitting the show. The show will go on. Like any rock star, <laughs> I'm making it happen. And uh, let me see somebody with, uh, let me see something. There's another one. Now, you're going to have to um, forgive me because I don't know how to pronounce your name. Kagome, Kagome, K-A-G-O-M-E, San. Kagome, San. Whatever. So, Kagome San says, had the worst Slash best trip ever. I took an eighth and I had finally broke through the beginning of the trip. All of a sudden, someone I rent a room to, who had just got caught stealing from my cousin, brought random people into the house that my family doesn't like. I told her to make them leave and she got upset and moved right then and there saying she was going to shoot up our house. Oh my God. I probably should have read this before. (laughs) Oh, well, we're too far in. So my fiance starts having the worst panic attack that I've ever seen. Had to call 911 all through tripping mega balls. And after they came or after they left, I came down and saw that my uh, my kitchen and living room were trashed from the room eight. Uh, I guess I don't know what that means, but it's crazy because something was telling me to wait for another day to trip and I didn't listen. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I understand exactly where you're coming from. Um, I've got a handful of mushrooms myself, but I'm not going to do them just to party. Like, I always wait until I feel the calling to to take them. And uh, every time I wait and wait it out, it's a beautiful experience every single time. You just got to know how to use it responsibly. You know what I mean? As far as your... I guess other roommate or whatever. <laughs> um, that sucks for them. You know, it, it's you can never really truly know who you're really living with until you see their true identity. And it seems like they showed it. It's like they 
they brought some random ass people. I understand, you know, they're paying rent and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that's their argument is, "Oh, I bring rent, I pay rent so I can have people over." But that you have to also take into consideration that if you're not living by yourself, it's not just your call, you know, unless it's your fucking house, but no, you're renting a room in somebody else's house and the family doesn't like them. The last thing you should do is say that you're going to shoot up the house. At first, I would start to evaluate whether or not they even have a gun. Because everybody who has a gun makes it known that they have guns. It, it, you know what I mean? And if this was just coming out of randomness, like out of nowhere, oh, I'm going to shoot up your house. and be like, yeah, well, you know, that's cool. I'm going to be president in two years. So there's that. Don't let that shit bother you. Fuck them. That that's fucked up that your trip was ruined and you had to had the cops over. Hey, but I give you major props. If you're if you ate a whole eighth and you know <laughs> at least you didn't end up on the fucking news. Be like, today a young man lost his virginity and somehow everything he'd stood for went with it. Here's Tom with the weather. <laughs> So right now, one of the biggest stories out there is the uh, the James Webb Telescope. It took a uh, a picture of the the universe, basically the, you know, all the galaxies and stuff. Now there was a Hubble, I think that's the name of the last one, was called a Hubble Telescope, and it took a it took like a blurry, dim picture years ago. I mean, decades ago, I guess. And. Uh, you know, now we have an upgraded uh, James Webb telescope up there in the sky or in the space. And this thing takes a picture of what should be the entire universe and stuff like I don't know. It, it's huge. The vast expanse is like tremendous. What they show you is like every little star on there is basically a whole solar system. Like, you know, like what we're living in right now. And you mean to tell me that there's no life or aliens on those fucking planets? Get out of here. You're not going to you're not going to convince me that there's not aliens. Shit. Yep, that's right. Apparently they're not coming from Nigeria and Mexico after all. They're actually coming from outer space, bitches. But go ahead and call ice on them, shit. Anyways, um <laughs> It it was really cool because if you if you guys pull it up like if you pause this show to pull up the the images from uh from the uh from the telescope you'll see like every little bit every little star that you see on there is a whole fucking galaxy once you uh zoom in and it just shows you how tiny of a like we're smaller than a fucking grain of sand out in space and it just, you know, it, it really, it really shifts your perception of, of this world. At least it did for me. I, I just, was I'm just like flabbergasted, you know, it's like, wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a huge space nut, but it's cool to see this type of stuff that we can't see from the ground up here, you know, kind of like when you're up in the airplane and you go above the clouds and you're like, wow, like this is, we're really above the clouds right now. It's pretty cool. But I don't like riding on planes. I just, I've seen too many. First off, I saw the Final Destination 1 movie. And then before my first flight, I found, uh, I, I watched, uh, what is that show? Oh, Manifest. I watched 
manifest. So all of that shit had me really wondering. I had a three hour flight from like Texas to PA and PA to Texas. And it would just make me wonder, like, by the time I get there, <laughs> has five years passed or something? Who knows, man? They turned on that fucking CERN, and apparently the last time that CERN happened, people are trying to blame that shit on, uh, what's that shit? On, like, the uh, Mandela effect. I'll tell you what, you know, they can they can turn that bitch on all they want. They need to hurry up and get these gas prices mandela Back down there like, oh yeah, gas was never for something a, a gallon. In fact, it was a dollar ninety nine the whole time. You'd be like, you know what? I'm not even gonna fucking question it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Let me go put in my card, take it out, boom, fill it up on a dollar ninety nine. No questions asked. You know what, CERN, keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh meat is expensive as fuck. But uh apparently that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all can manipulate shit. Do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody gives a fuck about how Chick-fil-A is spelled or the Berenstein or Stain Bears, you know, or the, the what is the Y in hypnotic. Shit changes. It is what it is. It'll still get you drunk if you drink enough of it. <laughs> now, Chick-fil-A, it's still overpriced chicken sandwiches. Real talk. You can spell Chick-fil-A any way you want. It's still going to run your fucking pockets when it comes to paying. <laughs> that Chick-fil-A sauce is fire, though. And the buffalo is all right. But you know what I would like to do? I'd rather get the Chick-fil-A sauce and the buffalo from McDonald's. Yeah, I know. Nobody likes McDonald's. But I will say this. The buffalo sauce that McDonald's has is probably some of the best. It's creamy. So it's got a little bit of milk in there. And uh, it's it's good. Just... Take my fucking advice, all right? It's good. If you eat your Chick-fil-A with McDonald's buffalo, fire. Absolute fire. So does anybody remember the Disney character that, like, tortures his child, it, uh, shoves his head into the pants? So there's a Country Bear Jamboree attraction that's uh, formerly located at Disneyland, but now you can find that shit at Disney World. And uh, it's considered uh, controversial, the song, because it uh, it comes to some of the song lyrics and stereotypes the that the audio animatronics give off. I'm not sure exactly. I'm going to watch the video here in a minute. But regardless, uh, despite the controversy, the Country Bear Jamboree characters can still be spotted inside the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World for, like, meet and greets. But these bears are unique and they make, you know, for like fun interactive experiences. Although this one time a country bear may have gone a little bit too far. See, there's an older video out there that's resurfacing on Twitter right now, which uh, it, it shows a country bear uh, holding a child upside down and head, uh, shoving his head into his pants. Now the, the video, you know, it, it's, I have it right here. It was re reportedly like years ago, you know, it was taken so long ago, but with cancel culture and all the Karens coming out right now, what a great time to bank on something, you know, some shit that would have got tossed out years ago, you might get some money in your pocket today. <laughs> That's the fucking world we live in, you know, um, like if you hear old folks talking and old people, they have no shame in the shit that comes out of their mouth. But now that shit will get them fired from a job. 
You know, they can't say the shit that they used to back in the day. It's just funny how the world changes, you know? So it's unclear, like, exactly what was happening during this video or if, like, the cast member inside the Country Bear costume got in any trouble. But it's, um... <laughs> Let me see. The You might be wondering, like, what was the song lyrics that were um, questionable or, you know, inappropriate? I'll tell you. The lyrics say, There was blood on the saddle and blood all around. And a great big puddle of blood on the ground. I mean, that's a little sketch. A little sus right there. Not not even going to cap. That's a little something. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they might be outdated, but they, they, they seem inappropriate to be around children. I mean, what, what do we need blood for all over the fucking place? But <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I mean, these country bears are like, you know, they're a, they're a big hit, but you never know. I mean, I've seen some shit from Disney where, like, you know, you've got, like, Goofy, uh, the Goofy, yeah, yeah, Goofy and Max. Goofy was, like, chasing a child all around. It turns out, like, the child, like, was bullying him or fucking with him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Just because the motherfucker's wearing a goddamn costume doesn't mean that he's not going to have his fill of these fucking kids. You know, there's a reason why people say fuck them kids. Because some people let them kids run wild like fucking animals. But, hey, that's... <laughs> fuck it. Anyways, what is this one? Oh, another email. Let me see. I just got this. Who is this from? So this one comes from Alexander Moore. What is your favorite music to trip to? Um, It really... That's a hard question. How they, how do I even answer that? The the a good a good band that I like to listen to all the time. It, you know, it depends on which psychedelic we're talking about. Um, it, like if we we're talking about LSD, then Tool all the fucking way. Tool's awesome on acid. Um, but like mushrooms and stuff is more of an organic buzz or like an organic trip. So, I prefer instrumentals. And uh, like let's say Tame Impala or Kikagaku Moyo, they're a good Japanese psychedelic band. If you guys don't know who they are, look them up. It's some of the coolest shit that you'll hear. It, it's like seventies, but today <laughs> it's good. Um, but while tripping, I, I don't know. I like soft music because whenever I um I I don't sit there and like take shrooms and stuff to go out and have a night on the town while having visual distortions. You know, I, I don't really do it for that reason. I, I do it for more of a spiritual cleanse or reset. And um, I, I like instrumentals better. As, as close to instrumental as I can possibly get, I like to lean towards that. I, I don't really listen to any hip-hop or nothing like that unless I'm sober. So there's that. <laughs> But uh, shit. Email me back. Uh, see Alex. See if um, let me know what you listen to. You know, I think there's another one about trips in here. Let me check it out. Oh, okay. So this one says, um, do I? Does being in love feel better than MDMA? Well, that's a good question because MDMA is known as the love drug. But here, like, here's the deal with MDMA. MDMA is gonna juice all your dopamine all your serotonin 
And once you're well, like once you come down off the drug, it's like you feel miserable. You feel like shit. And so a drug really can't replace a human emotion, in my opinion. I, so absolutely, lo- uh, being in love feels a hell of a lot better than being on drugs or like MDMA. Because while you feel very compassionate and empathetic, you, um, <clears throat> how do I explain it? <laughs> it? It's more of a forced reaction or forced um, you know, feeling or emotion while being in love doesn't have a come down, you know? You don't have to recover from being in love unless they, like, fuck you over. But does it really, like, is it better than MDMA? Absolutely. Love is really what makes this world go around. And, you know, that's, it, honestly, I, it, it's helped me grow a lot knowing and understanding how to love. And knowing where I have my soul. Because, I mean, it doesn't matter who I'm around. If you've been there for me for day one, then you're considered blood to me. And, uh, I mean, I keep it 100. You know what I mean? I keep it 100 with everybody. It's like, I don't ever try to come off as like a douchebag. Or, look at me, I'm a fucking alpha male. Head ass. <laughs> Like, chicks don't even like that shit nowadays. The only chicks that like that alpha male shit are, like, easy bitches that just trying to get some dick. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. That alpha male shit, if you're trying to pick up bitches, it, it's not going to work for you. There's a lot of chicks that would rather you be yourself. And, and to be honest, if I grabbed a chick that, I guess, has to appreciate me for who I'm not, or this persona that I create. Then that's not the chick for me. That means that she can't respect you for being you. But apparently you can respect her for being hurt. You know what I mean? Or them. It doesn't have to be a chick. You get what I'm saying? Hmm. It comes back to integrity. Like, I, I don't know why people feel like they have to be somebody else in order to attract uh, a mate. Or, a, you know what I mean? A girl, a boyfriend. Just be yourself. And... There are so many people. Look, I'll tell you this. Just because you live in a city, no matter how big that city is, if you can't find somebody that can appreciate you for you, then go to another fucking city. Because I guarantee you, once you go through these different cities, you're definitely going to find multiple people who can appreciate you and love you for who you are. You know what I mean? I just, I see so many people drop everything they believe in and stand for just to try to appease that person that they're trying to be with or or pull, you know? Uh, I see it a lot with dudes. Sometimes, you know, some chicks, but I don't really get that much. It's normally around the dudes that are trying to show out, trying to be somebody that they're not. And it's like they'll do anything just to, just to get them, just to get laid. And it's fucking sad on the cool. Like, it's like, dude, no. (laughs) So my answer stands. Yeah, love is um, definitely, being in love is so much better than MDMA. But, um, oh, that was the, the music. Oh, here's one from Jenny Ann. I've got a question for the people who have done heroic five plus gram mushroom doses. 
Do you regret any of those trips? Plenty of people have had difficult and scary experiences, and it seems like most have found them to be meaningful and positive after the fact. But does ooh, excuse me. But does anyone here truly regret taking that high of a dose? I do, yes. It really depends. Like, I don't have to take five or more grams to get the effects that or to, to get the um desired effects from mushrooms. I, I don't have to take that many. I just I, I take whatever I take, like maybe a gram or two or a microdose, and um at some point in the day have a little session of meditation. And that right there is enough to get you one with yourself, align all of your energy chakras, and you know, look in, you know, find some positive insight. But normally, a lot of people will say that they don't like these heroic doses because the trip is so intense. You know, the, the um, a lot of people don't know that when you come up on mushrooms, that you're gonna have a cocaine-like upper feeling. There's a stimulant feeling that comes that comes with it. Now, not to say that you can't fall asleep on shrooms, but I never have. <laughs> I never could. It would be, and even if I did, I was like half asleep and half awake, but the treatment was still happening. It was, it would commence regardless on whether or not I wanted that to or not. And, uh, you know, like uh, the, the one, the, I think one of the last times I took a heroic dose was at a tool concert and it really changed my life. It just really depends on what you're doing. Like, for me, every time I take this mushroom, every time I dose myself with these, um, I I have a meditation session before, and then right before I take them, I like to eat, whether I say it, you know, to myself or out loud, I always tell them, show me the answers that I seek, show me the truth that I seek, and uh, you know, it, it's I treat it like religious people you know there's a lot of people that like to overdo shit and think it's a party but some people like rastafarians you know they use cannabis for religious purposes that's what i use uh, the psychedelic for and so you know you don't have to take it do you go to church every fucking day no i doubt it but so there's no need to take fucking psychedelics every day but yeah man i'm keeping it 100 so this is one from Jacob Jacob Rummel. Says, why don't I know how to talk to people? Maybe I'm just not interested. But I feel so nervous. So much that I can't really talk to anyone. Even now, my own friends. I'm often kept prisoner by the jackass that lives in my head. I don't know what I'm going to do. So concerned with being okay, with just being okay with others. Can others relate? Others have overcome. Will mushrooms help? I mean, I guess that's a question. I I, I don't. Sorry, I, I'm I actually passed English class, so I know how to write correct sentences. So I don't mean to disrespect anybody by uh, criticizing the way they type, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, microdose, absolutely. If you're having social anxiety, my, uh, a little bit, try try some uh, some YouTube versions of hypnosis you can put social anxiety hypnosis and just play it for like 30 days every night you're going to go to sleep every day hopefully 
So play that track every day when you go to sleep and you'll fall asleep listening to it, but the work will still be done when you wake up. And um, in addition to, to hypnosis, uh, these hypnosis tracks, there's also the terms of mushrooms, you ask. Um, you can overcome it, absolutely. You can use kratom, you can use uh, mushrooms, but in small doses. Like, there's no need to go like, oh, I really want to overcome this social anxiety, so I'm going to take the whole bag. I guarantee you, you'll be in the toilet with your face down like you've just drank like six bottles of alcohol. <laughs> just ugh, not fun. So don't overdo it. Just, you know what I mean? If you're thinking about using mushrooms to help with uh, some kind of mental disorder, uh, it, I would start with a microdose. Absolutely. Because what mushrooms do to your brain is um, the science behind it shows that psychedelics will use, like, you, how do I say it? Like, if you take a circle and eat, and you put, like, a, let's take a clock, right? That way you can uh, envision it better. A clock has numbers from 1 all the way to 12 all the way around. And if 1 connects with 7 and 2 connects with 8, that's how your brain works. 3 connects with 9, 4 with 10. You get what I'm saying? It's like 30-minute like intervals. So what psychedelics will do is they will draw a line from like 1 to 4 or 1 to 9, 1 to 11, it, you know, stuff like that. If you can envision what I'm what I'm trying to get at, and maybe what you probably need is that connection. You know, perhaps there's a, a cord that's not plugged in correctly, and all you got to do is just plug it in. It's worth a try. You know what I mean? Before you go on all these fucking medications and shit that have like dozens of side effects, I, I would definitely try the natural version. I mean, it's natural. What can go wrong? Oh, what is this one from Neff? All right, well, Neff, what's up, dude? Um, can you give me some movie recommendations? Doesn't have to be trippy stuff, just something good to watch while I get extremely uncomfortably stoned later. <laughs> oh, shit. Last night, I watched everything, everywhere, all at once, and it was absolutely perfect. Definitely heavily influenced by psychedelics. So check that shit out if you haven't. Well, I'll definitely check that shit out, dude. Um, there's another one right now that's on Netflix, I believe. And uh, it's a it's a TV... Uh, I think it might be a documentary. Let me look for it real quick and I'll get right back to you. But I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, I, I really can't fucking remember. But um, another one from Edgar says, What is the most scary psychedelic experience in your opinion? And uh, or what I call a bad trip. Well, let me start with a bad trip. A, a bad trip, in my opinion, is uh, the only reason why a trip would be bad, in my opinion, is you either underestimated how much you took or you're being shown things about you, parts or something that you don't want to work on yet. Because psychedelics without shadow work are pointless. Like, you know, you're just having a good time, I guess, and you come out happy. But as far as a bad trip goes, that that's really shit that you're that you need to work on. You know, it, it's trying to frighten you. It's trying to really ring a bell here. <laughs> 
But the most scary psychedelic experience, in my opinion, would... Um, the scariest part, honestly, was the Tool concert that I told you guys. I took like a heroic dose of mushrooms and smoked some weed at a, at a Tool show. It, um, it, there were parts in that trip that were very frightening that I was just... Uh, you know, a part of me said, I'm going to overcome this and I don't care what it takes. I will die trying to conquer this. And uh, once I kept that mindset on hold, um, it, it was just like telling me to let go. And and that was I had some shit that that I've been keeping, you know, inside. Also, the death of my best friend, and I wasn't ready to let it go. And it was just telling me like you have to let this shit go, or it will continue to rot your soul from the inside out. And, um, that, that has to be the most frightening is because it was like, I don't want to do this, you know, (laughs) and you had to, but, um, that was that. Let me try to find this. Um, I'm going to try to find that video or that, that show that's about psychedelics on here. I'm going to, I don't know exactly where it's at, but give me a second. I'm going to try this and I'm going to put you all on this game. It's a really good show. All right. All right. I found it. I fucking found it guys. Um, so the show that's on Netflix right now, it's, um, it's very, uh, I believe it's completely influenced by psychedelics. It's called how to change your mind and, um, definitely check that shit out. I wouldn't be saying, I wouldn't be saying it if like 20 people didn't fucking throw that shit in my direction. I'm probably going to have to watch that shit sometime tonight. And and I'll get back with you guys on the next episode. But uh, again, the show on Netflix is called How to Change Your Mind, which that the title in itself has already got me hooked. Like, I got to check this out. Like on Hulu and stuff, I was a big fan of uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia because, you know, you, you get really get some insight and experience on what these psychedelics really do to your brain and your mind. And, uh, anyways, that's that. Um, I, I really don't have anything else. Like I said, my, my last episode was banned and, um, I had a three week, three week band or band that I was not able to post. So this is my first day being able to give you back. And I wanted to make sure I give you guys something. Okay. Let's not fuck all my equipment up, but yeah. So that's that. I'm going to leave you guys with uh, the same artist that I I gave for you at the beginning of this episode. And that artist is named Bleed the Wicked. Uh, fuck. What is his name? Oh, okay. It's Bleed the Wicked Menace. He's, uh, I've been jamming some of his shit lately. And uh, I'm going to put it on here for you guys. So, once again, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for these emails. I really... You know, I'm glad none of you let go and dropped me or whatnot. You know, I'm still here. We're going to keep this shit fucking rolling. Uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Here goes uh, Bleed the Wicked Menace. I'll see you all next time. Deuce. New and intense scrutiny on the activities of satanic cults. Goodbye, everybody. Stories of devil worship. Devil worship and satanic cults. Satanic cults corrupting young minds. Get those body bags. Rags, 30 rounds up in the mag Pop up like another ad Drop them, ain't no feeling bad So fights with another tag Spit that shit that make them gag Fuck them if they getting mad Them bullets hit you with it
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Love yourself. Learn something new. And be accountable for your actions.